Welcome to a podcast from Alive Church in Newark. We believe that the gospel changes lives, so we hope you're ready to hear from God, be challenged and inspired. Here's our speaker for today. So today's Mother's Day. Great. How did you do on Mother's Day? Did uh, For those of you who are mums that are still around, did you manage to send them a little card or a little text or a little message and say, Happy Mother's Day? Did anyone here get breakfast in bed? Oh, crikey. Oh, Martin did. Happy Mother's Day, Martin. Fantastic. Great. That wasn't Mel who prepared you breakfast in bed. Right. We've got to check that out for a minute. Good stuff. So today is Mother's Day. And as you've been giving out your um, little bookmark today to um, place in your Bibles or place in a book that you're currently reading, uh, ladies, I want to draw you to that particular part of Scripture, Proverbs chapter 31. We're going to look at that today. So if you've got your Bibles with you, I'd love you to, to open the Bible there. And I want to give you a little word of warning, ladies, as we read this. Um, your brain might start to do a few somersaults with what you might believe God is asking you or asking of you as you read this text. Um, I'm going to give you a few little instructions at the end of it that it doesn't sound quite as bad as it does in this particular piece as we read it. It's going to come up on screen. We're going to read it together. We're going to look at it and uh, I'll read it from the NIV, the New International Version, and that's the version we've got up on screen. If you've got other versions in your Bible, it'll be very, very similar. If you haven't got a Bible, you can uh, download one onto your phone or smartphones just go to bible.com and you're able to download a bible app which gives you a multitude of versions of the bible and uh, the one that you find easiest to read you'll be able to find on there so proverbs chapter 31 and we're going to read a few verses together today in my bible the title of this section from verse 10 is called the wife of noble character this is how it starts verse 10 proverbs chapter 31 A wife of noble character who can find. She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She's like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. Yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? She gets up while it's still night. She provides food for her family. That's when they lose an hour at the night. And portions for her female servants. Ladies, how are we doing? Are we all okay still? She considers a field and then she buys it. How did that work for you this week, ladies? Out of her earnings and she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff. Answers on a postcard if you know what a distaff is. And she she grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and she extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household. For all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She's clothed in fine linen and purple. 
Her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and she supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and she does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed. How did that go for many of us this morning? Her husband also. There's wives nudging husbands at the moment. And he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Ladies, how are you doing? Anyone just about to give up now? I mean, crikey, what a list, eh? What a list. I mean, it's like Wonder Woman, isn't it? I mean, this lady, according to the chapter, she wakes up super early. She's got great biceps. She buys property. She wears a lot of purple. She cares for her kids. She cares for the poor. She keeps her home at warm at night. She doesn't eat carbs. I don't know about you, but it sounds like Superwoman or Wonder Woman. So let's, let's dispel a few myths around this particular passage, okay? A few little things to note down here. Maybe as you read it, you kind of think to yourself, crikey, how can I ever attain to that? Well, here's the first thing for you to note down. This is never intended to be a checklist for women. Okay, we don't hold it as a checklist. It's not this sort of thing of, great, I've now become a better Proverbs 31 woman. I'm now doing that bit. I now know what to do with flax or yarn. Okay, it's not intended to be a checklist for women. It's really intended to be an honor and a celebration. You see, God loves to celebrate his creation, both male and female. A lady called Rachel Held Evans says this, as a poem, Proverbs 31 should not be interpreted prescriptively as a job description for all women. Its its purpose is to celebrate wisdom in action, not to instruct women everywhere to get married, have children and take up the loom. So here you go. Here's a few thoughts for you. First of all, Proverbs 31 woman is a not a real woman. So the Proverbs 31 woman is not a real woman. A number of scholars think of it probably as a collection of women, uh, a conglomeration, my notes say, of admirable attributes of several different women. So if you're looking at that list and thinking, I'll never attain to that, don't worry. The likelihood is no one ever did. But actually, this is a grouping of admirable things from a number of different women. The second thing to uh, understand really is that actually Proverbs here probably isn't talking about a woman at all. If you know anything about Proverbs, you'll know that in Proverbs, wisdom itself is most often given a female characteristic. So here when we land at Proverbs 31, if you replaced the word woman in all of this and replaced it for wisdom, you could read that in a very, very different set of eyes or, or light. And really what I want you to understand is that actually God here is is saying this isn't just about women being like this this is actually for all of us to live wisely looks like some of these things the second thing as well guys this doesn't we don't come off particularly well in this so the second thing is this chapter doesn't target women this chapter targets men the only instruction in this uh, chapter is right at the end the last verse says this honor her 
for all that her hands have done. And let her works bring her praise at the city gates. So guys, this whole poem is about us honouring women. It's actually about us standing alongside our women and championing them and honouring them and calling out the very, very best within them. I love this use of this um, proverb that actually carries through now into Jewish culture. So one of the places that this proverb can be used in Jewish culture is on the night preceding the Sabbath. So in Jewish culture, every single week is a day of rest, whole rest. In other words, we won't do any activity on this day. And on the night before the Sabbath day, Jewish men culturally would use this proverb and sing it to their wives. So they'd sit at the table together and they would sing to their wife. Anyone here married or have been married, if you have been married or are married, is that your normal practice on a Friday evening to sit around the table and sing to your wife? Keith's nodding. How does it go for you, mate? Does it go well? No, Charlie's, yeah, yeah. But that's really what this, it's a leading poem. It's a poem that leads to celebrating women celebrating those in our lives and actually not holding them to a particular set of rules and regulations but actually saying you do this and you're brilliant I found a wife of noble character in the original Hebrew where this language was uh, first written this poem was first written it's an acrostic poem okay so each verse of this poem started with a different letter of the Hebrew alphabet so every single verse as you go through goes through the Hebrew alphabet and really what I want you to read it and as you read it I want you to think about that actually the alphabet signals totality so it's almost the A to Z of how to live so as you read this I want you to understand actually that God's putting in front of us a celebration of wise living and as we read it together and as we look at it together and as we understand he's saying actually if you lead the if you lead the a to z of life like this follow this roadmap you won't go far wrong in um, hebrew culture this particular set of verses has a particular name to it this name is eshet chael my hebrew isn't great eshet chael And really what this means is woman of valor, woman of valor. I wonder when you look around the room today, you begin to see who God has brought together in this place. Could you begin to say that actually in this place are a whole number of women of valor? As I look out in this place, I think there's great women of courage in this place. As I look at you and look at the journey that you've walked with God, I would say that we are full in this house of women of valor. Other words you could translate that um, Eshetche Hill with, virtuous, noble, mighty, valiant, words like that. And again, as I look at you today, I think there's a whole number of you that I could ascribe those words to the way that you've lived your life. Here's a few things you can take from this particular proverb. So verse 11 shows us that this woman of valor is trustworthy. So verse 11 reveals that a woman of valor is trustworthy. I love that. This sense of actually, we know that we can trust you. Trust is such an important 
dynamic in life, isn't it? So trust is one of those things that you build over time. Learning to trust someone is so easily broken, but it's so beautifully strong when it's built over time. Verse 12 reminds us that a woman of valor is a positive influence. As I look out again today, I think I know so many of you as being positive influences. Your positive influences on my life. Where's Pam today? She's gone upstairs. We'll relay this to Pam. But I would want to declare over Pam that she in this town is a positive influence. God has led her as a woman of valor to be a positive influence in this town. Verse 13, 14, 19, and then 24 to 27 really show us that this woman of valor is a hard worker. A hard worker. The whole of the poem kind of gets revealed to you, doesn't she? She gets up early. She makes food. She uh, goes out and buys a field. She plants a vineyard. All of these things are being done in order to reveal to us that actually wisdom enables a great sense of us working hard. Again, whole number of you today that I would know that's just the way you've lived your life. Verse 21, verse 22 revealed to us that this woman of valor is a planner. Someone who plans the way of the Lord. the one, Someone who works in the planning of things. And then towards the end of it, verse 27. And I know a whole number of you are like this. What a great word to speak out on Mother's Day. She's protective. Verse 27 reminds us that the woman of valor is protective. I know when I speak to my wife, Claire, and I speak about our children, one of her initial um, emotions and skill sets that comes to uh, the forefront is protection of them. She's very much the protective one of our family. You know, she's the one who takes our children to the doctors. She's the one who accompanies alongside, I go as well, but alongside me to parents' evenings. It's about protecting and nurturing and building our children. And that is what we note in our Women of Valour. Today, I wanted to stand in front of you and honour the ladies in this room. I want to honour you for the way that you work walk your life before God. I want to honour you for who you are in Christ. I want to honour you for the part you play in this location, the part you play in this church. I want to honour you that we are partners in the gospel, male and female, working together for the glory of God in this town. I want to say and declare in this house today that there is no glass ceiling over your life. There is nothing that God will restrict you from. There is nothing in this location that God will stop you ever doing. And I want to honour you in this place. Women of valor, I want you to stand up and arise. Your time is now. You have been born for such a time as this. God has great plans for you and we honor you in this house. We honor you for all that you bring into this place. We are not a church that says that you have no place. We're a church that says women of valor, rise up, stand mighty, stand strong because you take your rightful place here to bring those attributes, trust, positive influence, hard work, plan and protective natures into this town and this season. That's all from us today. Thanks for listening. We pray you have a great day.